podcast john is my name and ian is my name and this is our first podcast of 2021 yeah happy, happy new, year, new year everyone yes happy new year it's um it's it's gonna be a good one i can sense it yeah i mean it's not got a hard act to follow it hasn't and and i think that what we should start with is um our great friends at the daily express who um on i believe it was um thursday which was new year's eve um the headline certainly on the english daily express was a picture of boris johnson signing a treaty mm. and our finest hour was the headline right our finest hour who's uh, the countries the nations right. um not not when we um won the second world war uh, no 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 um not when we started the Industrial Revolution, either. No, um, signing Brexit is mm. our finest hour. So I think we can all sort of celebrate that, at least, as we well, start is, the new year. It is a wonderful... I mean, I, I don't know how you feel. I feel changed because of Brexit. I feel free. Yeah. Do you know, it's like liberation. Um, you know, suddenly un- we're free from the yoke of Europe. Yeah. I believe the yoke of Europe has been stressed a lot. Yeah, there's, there's no more oppressive governments telling us what to do. No, no. We are free to do what we want any old time. Depending on which tier we live in, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> then we're not so free. No, and of course I'm living in tier four. Uh, as am I. You, yes, I was thinking that. You're in tier four as well. The whole of Scotland's in tier four. <laughs> Fantastic. It's going well. Mm. Um, what I was thinking was, Ian, though, rather than focus on the downside... Um, why don't we think about our hopes for 2021 what are our hopes for 2021 like they can be personal hopes they can be hopes for the nation hopes in terms of um, culture what what would your hopes be do you have any hopes for 2021 that's a very far-reaching question it is i mean obviously i think we have we have to work on the principle that everyone's hope is that we'll be lifted out of tears Yes. Before too long. I mean, I think that's a universal hope. Uh, well, I was just watching the, well, I wasn't, but it, when I went through to the living room just before we started recording, and the BBC News channel was on, and there was a little Scottish girl doing a poem. I don't know if you've seen that. It's been, you no. know what the news is like? If you watch the news long enough, you see the same story every hour. Yes. I must have yes. seen this little girl about seven times. Um, it's quite sweet the first time. It's a bit annoying when you've seen it seven or eight times. <laughs> but she was asked what she thought for this year and she said well i think it's going to go back to normal because the vaccine's coming at easter so that seven-year-old girl said at the news so there you go so well that's a good hope it's definitely happening and one positive of 2021 that's already happened i mean i don't think i would have consciously thought of this as a hope but it's already happened so i'm taking it is that the klf have allowed um, streaming services to have um their uh, greatest hits package so you can now oh. listen to the klf 3am eternal or justified and ancient doctor in the tardis oh. you can listen to all of that through your streaming service wow for the first time I ever didn't know that 
It's called it's called something Logic One. It's only eight tracks, right. but they're apparently releasing more as the year goes on. And um, do you think at the end of the year, Bill Drummond's going to get all the revenue he's made from that and burn it? <laughs> well, the sad thing for Bill Drummond this time is because Spotify pay what is it point zero zero six seven? It's not going to be like twelve pence to burn at the end of the year. <laughs> So it's not going to quite have the same effect, but uh, yeah, I was uh, I was thrilled to hear that uh, yesterday, as I literally hear the album. Uh, so you back streaming again? I am. I've gone with Apple Music. Right? Why? Uh, uh, basically, because um, I wanted to listen to a song, and I thought I can't afford to pay for it. <laughs> <laughs> so I can't ever afford. Really, though, Apple screwed me though, and I'm still a bit annoyed at them. So I'm not sure how long I'm going to stay with them. Is they were offering a three month, three months free, yeah. and I pressed it, and they charged me a tenner. Yeah, because you've already had the free. Oh, is that why? Yeah, you got to read the small oh, print because I saw it at the top of the menu as well. Where it said three months, said three or four months for free. I was like, oh, I'm taking up that offer. And yeah. I went on it, and it said only new subscribers. Oh, so I thought, well, I'm not doing wow. that because I no. did. I got uh, I got three months of Spotify for nine ninety nine. So, right. So you and I, after having this, really almost like those guys that talk about vinyl, talking about how we weren't going to do streaming yeah. anymore, just two or three weeks ago, death of streaming for us, and we both crawled back to streaming again. It's because it's so hard not to, isn't it? It's, it's so hard. It's the not convenience to. of it. It is. It's like you it, say, because suddenly you'll think of a song, you're like, oh, I want to listen to that. Oh, wait a minute, I can't because I didn't ever buy it on yeah. iTunes. So I can't listen to it. No, and I had it on CD. Well, I know you've had the CD match thing, but mm. you probably even had, there's probably songs that you had on tape that you never necessarily got onto CD. That's true. <laughs> that, like KLF. Like the KLF. Like album. KLF, exactly. And it's just a bit like, I was just like, oh, no, I'm going to. I'm gonna listen to it. Actually, I'm gonna I'm gonna go streaming. Um, and it's one of those things. Is that one on. of your hopes then for 2021 that more bands like KLF, like the Pasadenas, well, put all their stuff? I mean, I'm, I'm guessing <laughs> it probably is already. Actually, I don't even know. But it's it's more the the big hope. And if we're talking music, I suppose my big musical hope for the year would be that the most beautiful girl in the world becomes available oh, on streaming. Service. That would be nice. <laughs> <laughs> I would happily accept no new music all year if Most Beautiful Girl in the World was available on the streaming services. Yeah. That, that's it. Uh, or an explanation as to why not. Well, I'll you're not. That. I don't think you're going to. Well, take that. How would they have an explanation? You get a real Gary Barlow out. Right, Gary, why is the most beautiful girl in the world not available for streaming? Well, you know, uh, ask Howard. <laughs> oh, 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 oh. Yeah. So, yeah. No, it's not. It's not. But um, that's. Oh, that's one can of... you imagine if they found in the vault Prince had done a cover of Mancunian Way? How good oh, would that be? Oh, that would be amazing. Howard oh, Donald's finest moment. Oh, yeah, it's very niche. It's off the... Oh, it's not the Patience album. It's it the is the Patience album. album. But, it's, but it's not called Patience, though, is it? No, no I can't remember what it's called. The first album when they reformed. The first anyway, kind of comeback start. album, yeah. Uh, the last track is called Mancunian Way, sung by Howard, and it's a work of genius. It's actually a really good song. It's just... It is. He sings it as if he's got a bag of sweets in his mouth. Yeah, he's got quite a lisp. He kind of goes, Howard. <laughs> <laughs> <Start>. <laughs> And you and I have always talked about this. You know that somewhere, well, in Gary Barlow's house, every yes. single take that album, there'll be a version where it's just him singing all the songs. 
Oh, yeah. And and I bet he's probably spent more producing that individual album of his own singing yeah. than he did on, on the actual band. Uh, no doubts whatsoever. Well, uh, Ben Stefani was involved. <laughs> <laughs> You're on fire today. <laughs> it's the music uh, fans. I can't help myself. So, yeah, I, I found that when I went back to Spotify, I was like a healed in a, in a sweetie shop. Because yeah. there was all these new albums that had come out in the last couple of weeks that I hadn't listened to. So I, I was yeah. able to listen to Bruce Springsteen's new album, Paul McCartney's new album. It's dead exciting. Yeah. It is. It is dead exciting. It's things like, for example, I imagine you've got it on the iTunes match, for example, but Roxette is a band that I love. Yes. However, I don't actually own much of their music mm. because... As with any album, with any band, you know, you kind of go through fallow periods where you don't listen to them very much. And I kind of went through that period when through between acquiring iTunes to begin with, which was about 2010, 11, and then 2014, I hardly listened to Roxette. But by 2014, I was streaming heavy then. Right. Do you know what I mean? And so I don't actually own any any rock set other than it must have been love i do and so i was like i want to i want to listen to some rock set nice um you know crash boom bang i need to listen to that now yeah. you know i'm sure it was a big hit well, on brazilian radio given that you and i are uh, hosting a podcast that's called joyride it's a surprise isn't it? of course it is, <laughs> it is. i forgot that uh, so subliminally anyway. you are actually hearing a rock set song every time you listen to this podcast because yeah, you get me singing joyride true. at the start I know, I never thought I of almost that. forget. I... Like, I'm so used to hearing that at the start of our podcast. I almost feel like I wrote that song now. <laughs> yeah, to be honest, I just kind of thought, oh, that's one of you. Mm-hmm. Every time I hear it. Oh, dear. Um, so, other hopes. Do you have any hopes? For example, do you have a hope that Scotland might win the Euros? <laughs> well, my hope is that the Euros still happen. Well, because this would that, be to, classic Scotland. They actually qualify for a tournament for the first time in 20 odd years. And then the tournament gets cancelled completely. That's my fear. Mm. Because the World Cup's about to be happening next year. But not entirely sure that'll happen either. Well, that's not until next Christmas. We've still that's got virtually true, two true, years before the next World but Cup. No, I mean, I just hope we get to that. I hope it actually happens. Um, yeah. No, I think my... I, I don't like to think of it... I mean, obviously, we want things to go back to normal. And we would like the vaccine to be rolled out better than it's being rolled out just now because we were mm. talking about this before but you know they were on the news this morning saying that the reason that there's this difficulty is because britain hasn't manufactured enough glass receptacles to hold the the vials to hold the the vaccines and it's almost as if the government just they, they have like one thing that they have to do with and then that's all they do and they don't think about the other things that they might have to do but then they don't even it's it's like it's more like the government to me is sometimes, for example, on a oh on a on a Sunday, for example, the only things that I actually have to do on a Sunday are I have to go to see if my granddad needs any shopping, and I have to do this. Right, that's the only two things I do on a Sunday. But each time we we record this listener, or we start recording it about half past one on a Sunday. Mm. And it's like, I'm sat there and I'm sat there and I'm sat there and I'm like, right, I need to, you know, just go. I need to make sure I've cleared away the dishes and I need to make sure that I've done this and done that. And that's the next thing before Ian phones me. And it's 1.28 before I start doing anything. And that's what this government seems like to me is, oh, yeah, we need to, we know we need to sort this vaccine. We'll do it. We know we need to do that. We'll do it when we have to. We're not going to plan it. 
What kind of girly swaps? Well, it's funny because Boris often uses the phrase whack-a-mole and it feels like that is exactly what they do with every single mm. situation. Yes. They just wait until the, they did it with Brexit. They wait until the very moment that they have to do something and then they do it. Usually not very yes. well, but they do it. And then they get praised by the BBC and various <laughs> other news organisations for doing something that they should have done ages ago. Yeah. So, yeah, so we'll take that as read, that we want that to happen. We want there to be enough glass vials that people can get vaccinated. Um, do, you know what, do you know what one of my hopes for this year would be? Go on. Is that just thought of it really there as you were talking is, I remember around about the time between um, 2010, 2013 time, mm-hmm. um, that's when I sort of started listening to podcasts. You know, I got a smartphone. I could, yeah. I could listen to them on the go and stuff. Um, you got me into them. You sort of, you know, mm. sort of said these these things exist, John. This is the future. And I was like, oh yeah, and it thanks, will be. Thanks, you. <laughs> and it will be. And um, and I was listening to them, and I'd listen to the Guardian Politics Weekly every week, um, and the number of different types of stories that they would talk about any given yeah. week was different. So one week it might be about Europe, the next week it might be Libya, the next week it's Afghanistan, the next week it's about um, social care, the next week it's about the NHS. And there were so many things mm-hmm. happening in the world and in the country. And you're like, there's so much happening that we need to try and fix and solve and, and work our way through. And for the last, and I, I'm going to 2013 because obviously 2014 became the Scottish independence referendum, which became all consuming for people like ourselves. Yes who were started living in Scotland is interested. But then from 2014, there has been three stories. There was independence, then there was Brexit, and then there was Trump. Mm-hmm. And, oh, sorry, and now COVID. the pandemic, of <laughs> yes. course. And so COVID, that's four stories. That's uh, and that's it. And I'd just like to get to a world, like by the time we get to October, when it's party conference season in October, mm. is that they're having to talk about, or they're having to talk about education, not in whether schools will open or not, yeah. but how best to educate our kids how we fund the health service, how we fund social care, how we fund, you know, how we deal with the sort of um, the economy moving forward. Like, I would just like us to actually talk about real things, things that we've had to deal with for most of our lives, rather than these overwhelming things that basically allow the government to not fix any of the other stuff. Yeah. Well, that's the scary thing, isn't it? Is that when we get to the end of, whenever the COVID thing is resolved this year or next you think, oh my goodness, they've taken their eye off the ball. And, I mean, they, they've been doing that anyway, but even more so than usual. And you just wonder, yes. what kind of mess is the health service going to be on the education system, the travel system? I mean, all these things are going to have to get looked at. Yeah. And the scary thing yeah, is, like, at the end of this year, there's still three more years of Boris. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, although I think if he can get us through this year, and he, I think both, both of us mm. thought he'll get Brexit done, before the pandemic existed anyway, I think we both thought probably if he could get Brexit done, uh, deal signed, etc. He would probably leave office within about the next six months because he could ride off on this "I did it" sort of thing. You'll want to wait now until the vaccine has been distributed, and then he's safe. Do you finish. think he'll bring the vaccines out on a tray like he did with those cups of tea that time? <laughs> Wearing a very old and discoloured, like a really shirt. ill-fitting, scruffy-looking rugby shirt. Yeah, yeah. and. Uh, there was a thing in, and um, listener, we've talked about this before in this podcast, how great Marina Hyde mm. is. But there was a great thing in her column yesterday about how angry she now gets when she sees him coming out to give his Downing Street press conference. And it's so obvious that just before he opens the doors, he's ruffled his hair yeah. off to make it a mess. And she was like, how annoying that is, because we're like, yeah, we're not in this world now of, you know, Brexit, ha, ha, ha. 
we're in the midst of a global you imagine, pandemic. You need to be serious. Can you imagine if Nicola Sturgeon appeared for one of her press briefings and she had hair like she just got out of bed? Can you imagine? I, I think one of the journalists would say to her, like, um, First Minister, you look um, dishevelled. Is this really getting to you? Whereas with Boris, it's just it's just part of the act. Yeah, it's it's just, and that's the key phrase. Isn't Have you noticed the way he, he kind of walks of weirdly act. when he walks out? He puts his shoulders up and he walks. He's got mm. a funny kind of troll-like walk that he does. Like you see, Chris Whitty and Patrick Valens walk just like normal men walk, and then Boris puts his yeah. shoulders up like he's about to rugby tackle you. I know. It's, I, you can just imagine he's just that. Such an awful person to have to spend time with. You can imagine. I can imagine that. Yes, you'd just be. It'd just be so, Really, coming back, I still haven't given you one of my hopes yet for this year. Yeah, I think go on. One of the one of the hopes involves you, and that would be that the cinema industry goes back to normal. Yes. Because yes. there's been a lot of stuff in the news recently about, you know, at the end of the year they always have all these sort of thought pieces about you know what's happened and what's ha- happening in the future, and there's been a lot of stuff about the film industry. Um, there's a lot of stuff in the news yesterday about the film industry <clears throat> and whether or not when these big films like the new Bond film when they come out in April will there be that many cinemas left to show it and that's something wow. I really I, I mean, it seems so unimportant now given all the serious stuff that we've had to put up with in the last year but you realise when you don't have the, the films to go and see you don't have the cinema to go to the experience of doing that you do realise how important it is and, you know, what you're missed out on. It's not the same. I mean, I know you can watch stuff at home, but it's not the same. Well, it's not communal. I think that that's the, the key thing. Is yeah. That, yeah, there is that thing of, I mean, admittedly, we are, uh, which might not surprise listeners, is when we go and see a film that's got comedic elements to it, we're often the loudest laughers. Sometimes we're the only laughers. It, it, often the only laughers indeed in the cinema. But there is something joyous yeah. about seeing a film in a packed Absolutely. cinema. Now, admittedly, I think we would both, as much as we want to go to the cinema, I think we would be wary of a packed cinema, yes. I think, to begin with. Uh, but at the same time, there is something. And and yes, we all have big televisions these days, but you can't tell me that it's the same as watching it on an IMAX screen or on a on a big, you know, screening screen one of a big cinema, you know, watching a superhero movie or watching any kind of movie, really. Mm-hmm. A horror movie on a huge screen. Well, with the proper watching sound. a film where you don't have the ability to pause it and go do something else, you know, yes. actually give your yes. Because when we go to the cinema, we focus for a hundred percent of the time. I know some people don't. Some people still play with their phones, but you and I never do that. Yes. You know, once the no. films, once the trailers are on, that's it. You're locked and loaded for two hours, and you're just lost. You're enveloped in that world, and that's something I've missed. Yeah. And it's the wee things like you and I are very much creatures of habit, so we've got little rituals that we do. We always go to. Yes. there's one harvester that we always go to and that's my fear is that like I'm waiting for that double whammy of the Odeon and the harvester I've got out of business yeah or just yeah just the entire because we go to um, what used to be called Escape I'm not sure what it's into called Brayhead uh, into Brayhead I think but into have gone into receivership yeah. they went to receivership at the start of the pandemic um, so is that even going to reopen has it reopened I don't know Um I just that is that is one of my fears as well is that and it's one of those things is to me and you it seems like we can often say to ourselves well it doesn't seem to be that important it's not really that crucial but the number of people that are employed in the restaurant yes. industry the number of people that are employed not just in the cinema industry but in actually Absolutely. the film industry making yeah. the movies all that it's a billion pound industry and 
a lot of people's jobs yeah. depend on it. So if those do go down the tubes, where are the jobs going to go? Because Netflix does not employ that many And we people. don't actually have... It's the product as well, you know, it's the chicken and egg. I mean, because we've had the best part of a year now where most films have had to go into hiatus and not film, mm. there's like, I know there's some big films that are due out this year, but there's going to be this big, long period where there are no big films. You know, and, and I don't. Mm. I think it's quite telling. We did talk about this a couple of weeks ago, but when Disney did their big announcement about Star Wars and Marvel, most of it was stuff that was going on at Disney Plus, not the cinema. Yeah, yeah, because they're scared because they don't yeah. know. I mean, I suppose from March onwards, which is March, April is when they, I think yeah. they hope that they'll be able to open Bond. cinemas again. Then that's when Bond to that wee girl. That's what's going to happen. Year, that get all the news. Yeah. Well, that's good. Well, the wee girl. It's, I mean, it's, it's I mad to think that, that you know. Pixar's newest film just appeared on Disney Plus on Christmas Day. Yeah. You've seen it? I know. No, I don't have Disney oh, Plus. Of course, that's right. You're a holdout, aren't you? Um, yeah. Uh, it's it's the best, isn't it? It's the best Pixar film. Yeah. Really? My favourite Pixar film, Soul. I love it. Really liked it. I've seen it twice already. Because oh. I'm not going to lie. I'd, I hate to sound controversial here, but... I'm not overly sure I really enjoy that many Pixar no, films. They all seem I a bit of an effort to me. I was to my fam the other day. Uh, sorry, I've been watching Doctor Who. That's why I said fam. To my, my, fam, <laughs> my family. Um, I'll do my Daisy Ridley. My family. They'll be back. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, they, we were talking about the, like, they were talking about their favourite Pixar films and I was quite controversial because I said, I don't really like Finding Nemo. I don't really, you know, I was like, like they're no. quite boring. Most of them. My favourite, I mean, yeah. The Incredibles is good. But it's super huge. Yes. It's a bit more grown up. This one, see, Soul, it's about music. And it's kind wow. of about being a mentor and a teacher. And I think it just, you, I think you would also feel the same thing. I felt watching it, you would just be quite touched by it. I found it quite moving oh. in a way that I don't normally feel when I'm watching an animated film. Um, mm. I really liked it. And I think, do you know what? That's one of the things that's a bit sad, sad I think, about the whole disney plus type type thing and, and the way that cinema has gone you know like even coming to america which we're both very much looking forward to amazon prime but the thing about it is is there's an exclusivity to it which which there yeah. wasn't before like if i wanted to see soul yes now i have to subscribe to disney plus i don't know if they're bringing it out in mm. dvd is that going to be no. a thing? Because the thing is, all your Netflix yeah. films, all your Netflix series, no. they've never I mean, come things out on like DVD. The Mandalorian has never come out on DVD or Blu-ray. You know, the first season of that is unavailable. No. Um, and yeah, you can't buy it on no. iTunes, for example. You know, like Stranger Things can't get that on iTunes, can't get that on no. DVD. No. So, yeah. and so they they tie you in in a way that's 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 not quite there. I tell you, this is not really a hope for twenty twenty one, but it's something that I wanted to raise because I know you're a big fan. And we just like to give recommendations occasionally to listeners. Is have you seen Aquarius with David Duchovny? Oh, that's the is that kind of Charles Manson era? Yeah, yeah, he's late 60s detective. Uh, it's right. very okay. good, it's very, yeah. it's, Dick, it's Duchovny. You know, it's it's kind of combination of Californication, Duchovny, and and X Files. Duchovny yeah. is kind of a nice. I mean, I, I haven't seen it. It's one of these ones that I keep circling around because I I loved Californication, and I, I mean, I just I do mm. love David Duchovny. I mean, we've we've talked, we've probably talked about him many times before. He's he's not a versatile actor at all, but I love him. No, I just love no, no, no. like the way he is. Um, so is that on? Just yeah. is that on somewhere? 
Right. It's on okay. Netflix. Cool. It's two seasons. It's on Netflix, and I stumbled across it. Two seasons, so there's 26 oh, episodes in total. Um, I'm 10 right. episodes in. And you're hooked. I'll give that a land. I still haven't watched that Steve McQueen episode that you recommended last week. Oh, no. I'm, I'm, I no, I will, and I will, will be, you'll get sure. my feedback immediately when I watch it. I have, I have downloaded I'm sure it. you'll just be like, what? It's downloaded that? onto my Skybox, and but right. because the kids are off just now, they're never out in the living room. Um, I have downloaded it onto my iPad oh, as well, yeah. through iPlayer, so I can just watch it with my headphones, and I think that's what I'm going to have to do. Yeah. Oh, it'll, it'll certainly... Uh, so you get any other hopes and to watch. aspirations for this year? Um, I think... Not really. I think I think the thing about it is is that I want to be able just to spend some time with yeah. friends. And I don't. No, have I mean you and I friends. haven't. I've I mean, got like you and I five. have. It's funny. Like you and I have probably <laughs> spoken more because we would we would hmm. tend to go out to the cinema every couple of weeks back in olden times yes. before you moved away. We would go to the cinema every few weeks. Then when you moved away, it was maybe every month or two. But because we do this every week, yeah. we, speak, we definitely speak to each other more. But we haven't seen each other since February. It's been eleven no, months exactly. since our last. And I think... we spent. What was the last film we saw? Do you remember? I bet uh, it was a crap one as well. Um, I bet it was. I can't oh, think. Was it? It was been February last year, so there wouldn't have been anything huge, was it? Oh, I know what it was. It was Birds of oh, Prey, God, the Emancipation wow. of Harley Quinn. I think so. Oh, we I mean, we did that? the last one we did see had yeah. had you in it, so you know had you and McGregor in it. So I you've got tried to, like to that. watch that again, and I ended uh, up just flicking to all the bits where Ewan was was in it because Ewan was definitely <laughs> the best part of that film. <laughs> he was, and, and to be fair, Har- um, oh, yeah, Margot Robbie's but, great, but Ewan McGregor, but oh, he's still brilliant. Uh, but yeah, no, I think that that's the thing is because I haven't seen my I've seen my father for five minutes wow. since March and I've seen my mum for wow. an hour since March uh, and I've not seen my sister at all since March so I mean yeah. those are the things that you kind of because you just kind of you find ways you know I speak to them both on the yeah. my mum and dad on the phone I, I FaceTime my sister once a fortnight no, or so it's but it's not the same thing it's it's not and so that's the kind of thing that I'm kind of looking forward to do just being able to do that just mm-hmm. being able to come to Scotland I'd really like that's a huge hope. And I think that I've said this many times, I think I've said it to you, is that I don't think we'll know the impact that this has had on us as people for about 10 years. I think that the impact will continue mental health wise, all those different things, is that it is going to be, it's going to take its toll. Mm. Which is a shame, but my hope is that you know we can get back yeah. on the right path this year, and that the That's harvester it. survives uh, any economic damage that breaks it, and COVID has caused. Yes, I mean mm. even just that harvester, even if they have to reduce the number. Well, my of worry about that harvester is just half, that one. you know a lot of the staff there might have had to leave because of Brexit. Well, Some of our favourite serving people might have had to leave the country. It should be tragic. <laughs> It would Part be. I know it's really sad, and you know who you wonder. And who are like, going to be replaced by? Because like a lot the of them, the cinema staff as well, the people that we would be used to seeing, a lot of them will maybe have to find other jobs or yeah, moved somewhere else. Exactly. And how yeah. long is furlough going to go? You know, have they been on furlough for all the furlough now? What is it now? Is the end of April? But I end mean, of April. A lot of these places, 
I mean, did they know when they, there was a period of time where they were only going to furlough people who had jobs to go back to? And you wonder if places like eateries and yeah. cinemas that maybe weren't going to reopen. I mean, if that into Brayhead has gone into the receivership, you wonder would they furlough the staff there? Probably not. Oh. No, probably I think not. I think that ski slope will have melted. We've got to. Well, I know. <laughs> Do you know what? I bet this entire time that massage place is still open. <laughs> yeah, we're still really a punching folk. <laughs> you and I would always walk past and just go like, I bet you'd love that. I bet you'd love that. And, it, like, oh. I mean, getting a massage. Well, no, the very it's, worst it's thing the double you can imagine. Getting a massage. Uh, getting it done in the middle of a shopping centre. <laughs> Where people could just walk past you, get your flab. Mass- Why would you want that? <laughs> When you can get a, when you can go to like a, a private it's... place to get a massage. I mean, I've never done that because I've never wanted it. But you could go to like a centre where you could get that. No. Or you could just be like Brayhead to get done in the middle of the shops. I mean, oh. <laughs> Who goes to Brayhead? Fancy a massage. Yeah. This is quite possibly that. the most relaxing environment <laughs> I've I could be been... in. I want a massage. Exactly. I've just been to Five Guys. I've just paid an inordinate mm-hmm. amount of money for average food. I'm going yeah. to now go and get a massage. Uh, yes, anyway, listener, I'm not quite sure how long we've been it's going half an for, hour. but I'm expecting that it's half an hour. We should probably leave you. Basically, yes. we have hope. I think that's the important thing is there is hope now. I think maybe I've kind of ebbed and flowed with hope over the last couple of weeks about whether whether anything will change. The tier four thing really yeah. was quite difficult, I think. But there is a vaccine. There is a vaccine. It is on its way. And no. not even this government can we mess up to yeah. the point where, you know... Unless Boris drops all the vaccines no, in the smash. And then just ruffles <laughs> his hair up, looks at camera, and, and then goes, oh. Yeah. Yeah. And, and 30, 40, 30 to 40% of Good England guy. would still go, oh, Good he's guy. the man for us. Yeah. Remember, for the grace of God. Uh, exactly so anyway yes there's hope listener next week i don't know we, i think both of us don't we we kind of think should we talk about the news should we talk about what's happened so yeah. we'll have to see what yeah. happens in the news this week or we might talk about folk music we found the fleet foxes i mean i don't know i don't even know <laughs> is what they that are they know. folk music yeah no. i don't yeah. know any of their songs though Anyway, right, have Have a a lovely week. Goodbye, everyone. Bye.